Welcome to SPS Talk, a podcast by and for leaders in the Children's Hospital's Solutions for Patient Safety Network. I'm Ann Lyron, the Clinical Director of SPS, and I'm delighted to welcome today a long-admired colleague. Lennox Wong is the Chief Medical Officer and Vice President for Medical and Academic Affairs at the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto, Canada. He's a staff physician in pediatric critical care at SickKids, Associate Professor in the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Toronto, and Associate Clinical Professor of Pediatrics at McMaster University. His topic today is storytelling, a leadership competency for safety. Welcome, Lennox. Thank you, Anne. It's really a pleasure to be a part of SPS Talks, and uh, I'm really passionate about this particular topic, which is uh, storytelling. It's something that I've really started thinking about uh, more and more as a leadership competency, a way of sharing knowledge, a way of uh, moving people and moving culture, too. Maybe I'll start by just sharing a very recent story. And I've been traveling recently and had a chance to share the stage with uh, a young man who was uh, a patient at one point at a children's hospital. He had uh, had leukemia and his leukemia had now been cured. And what he was doing was spreading the word about how important uh, the work of children's hospitals really is across, uh, across North America. Before we went on stage, I talked to him a bit because he seemed very self-assured. He seemed um, ready because he'd done this a few times and he'd shared his story. The interesting thing is he said, you know, um, I, am, I have to admit I'm a little bit nervous and, and I'm nervous because I care. And he had had a coach from theater who'd said, look, Aiden, if you don't feel a little bit of nerves, then it means that you don't care about a topic. And I think about this every single time that I get on the stage, even as I'm doing this particular podcast, there's a little bit of nerves and it's because um, you feel it. You feel like it's something that you're passionate about and uh, something that you really care about. And I think this is one of the key elements of uh, successful storytelling. Storytelling is so much more than conveying information and facts. It's also about conveying emotion and showing people how much you care about things. It's one of these things that um, if you go back and you delve into our ancient history, you realize that long before there was written word, ancestors used to pass down knowledge through stories. And they passed it down with a certain set of structure uh, in a way that really transcended cultures, it transcended generations. And it's my belief too that we've actually evolved as human beings to be very receptive to, to stories. And I think that's the why of how important storytelling is um, to be able to uh, move people. Maybe I'll share at this point, <coughs> excuse me, uh, maybe I'll share at this point a story that's deeply personal to me. Um, and it's one I've told only a few times, and I, I've told it in front of um, increasingly larger audiences uh, more recently. So the story goes back to when I was training as a resident, and I had known about halfway through my residency that uh, I, was, I was really interested in critical care. And knowing that, I also knew that for some of my rotations, my elective rotations, this is probably the last time I would have a real intensive exposure to them. I thought, well, I better patch up these gaps in my knowledge, better 
um, really get a bit better at certain areas. And one area in particular that I thought I was quite vulnerable in was uh, nephrology. Uh, I just didn't get the kidney. I couldn't figure out how the nephrons are all put together. I didn't understand the tubules. I couldn't figure out why the kidney held onto water in one area and let it out in another area. And so I was determined to uh, to really immerse myself. And I was also determined to uh, show to my colleagues, my uh, uh, nephrologists, that uh, this was something that I could uh, hopefully master. Early in my rotation, uh, I was in with a patient and with one of our junior nephrologists at the time. And the, we were in with a, a sedated patient who needed a kidney biopsy. And for those who haven't been uh, in on a kidney biopsy, it's uh, it's a relatively straightforward procedure. Uh, patients are sedated. There's a long biopsy needle attached to uh, essentially a little trigger-like gun. And um, you prepare the patient, mark off the area, insert the needle with ultrasound guidance, pull the trigger, pop it goes, and this really, really thin core of kidney comes out. And it's, uh, it's about, this looks a little bit like a transparent thread. and what happens is that you then need to transfer this little core of kidney uh, into a prep solution so it can be sent off for further analysis. So this nephrologist that I was rotating with prepped, ultrasounded, fired, pulled out a core of kidney, and then said, all right, Lennox, I'm going to unroll this kidney onto a little piece of gauze set on a Petri dish. All you have to do is bring this Petri dish over from the bedside, over to this table, so that we can get it into the prep solution. I thought, no problem, piece of cake. So I pick up the dish, and as I pick it up, this roll, this kidney, which was rolled onto a little tiny roll of plastic, started to roll off the gauze. And it fell off the Petri dish and bounced, 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 bounced onto the floor. I froze. I had no idea what to do. All I could say was very bad, very bad, very bad, very bad. And the nephrologist who had her back to me said, what, what's very bad? What's going on? And I, all I could say in response to her question was very bad, very bad, very bad. The kidney was on the floor. Uh, it's clearly not usable. It's contaminated with all sorts of... Uh, dirt from the floor and probably crushed beyond a point of recognition. And I was completely mortified. Here I was in a situation where, um, the, for me, the stakes were high and I'd done the unimaginable, I dropped a piece of kidney. Now, I tell the story for various reasons, and I think um, it depends on the group that I tell it to. And um, part of it is that it's to show that as a, as a leader, um, you've had experiences in the past where you've had errors. There's details of this story that I may or may not tell depending on the, the circumstance and situation. So for instance, this happened quite a while ago and uh, our practices around disclosure are very different now than they were back then. The family of this child did not know that this core of kidney was dropped. They didn't know that we likely needed to do another sample. In fact, this event probably would have been 
construed as a, as a serious safety event uh, if we analyzed it today. But part of that is my memory of it. And when I talk to people who were there at the time, others have a slightly different memory. Our nephrologist remembers that the kidney actually was usable and um, they didn't need to do another biopsy. Uh, my nursing colleague in the room remembers the shocked look in my face and how much that clearly had affected me at the time. And so we tell stories for all sorts of different reasons and sometimes it's to be protective. And it can be very protective for the people involved in the error and a serious safety event. Uh, other times it's to teach lessons. It could be a lesson around disclosure. It could be a lesson around how you analyze events. It could be a lesson around human factors. So if we start to ask the question of, well, why was the table physically far away from the place where you were doing the biopsy? How is it that it's possible for a core of kidney that's wrapped around a piece of plastic to roll off of that Petri dish and onto the floor? Why was the least skilled person the resident on an elective, given the task of moving this critical piece of uh, tissue from one place to another. And I think there's lessons to be learned from this. And I think there's um, certainly um, emotion that be, can be conveyed around this too. So at its essence, a, a story often has three elements. There's a beginning, middle, and end. And if you take the uh, Tarantino approach, it's not necessarily in that order. You do need to have a bit of structure for a story to resonate with an audience, though. And I think um, giving the audience a sense of who the story is about, uh, the emotion around that story, um, the sort of impact that that story had on uh, the lead character is also really important, too. And it's important to conclude a story, have a lesson, a, a, a reason for telling that story, too. As uh, physicians, we're often used to telling stories about our patients, but it's often very clinical. You think about your history of the present illness, you think about a chief complaint, and you structure it in a certain way that's often very, very dry. Giving a bit more color to a story really helps to sear it into your imagination. Uh, it helps people be able to put themselves in that same position or at least empathize with people who've been in that situation too. I personally think that stories around failure, near misses, stories around serious safety events um, are tremendously impactful. They can really shift culture, it can really shift um, how people think. It can open up um, other health professionals to sharing their stories and really helps you move safety culture. So this takes me back to the why we do it and, and the why we do it for safety. When you're thinking about the stories that you tell, I think it's really important to think about why you must tell the story. Is it protective? Is it to display your vulnerability? Is it something that you want to shift in terms of culture? Maybe it's a, to reinforce an error prevention tool. There's other times when stories actually give a voice to the patients. When we think about our patients in particular, many of our patients um, don't have that voice. It empowers them. In other cases, it empowers your audience, tells them that you too can make a difference by maybe sharing your own personal stories around uh, error or failure and near misses. You can shift the safety culture in your institution. 
and this takes me further to why it's a leadership competency. The, the best storytellers, I believe, are oftentimes the best listeners. And the sort of competencies you need to be able to tell a, a really good story have to do with empathy and insight and also combines multiple communication skills, especially if you're telling a story in front of a large audience. You need to be able to read that audience. You need to be able to understand how they're feeling about what you're telling them and then also be able to carry that along and reflect it back to them. So in short, I hope that each of you will think about the stories that you have. Perhaps it's a personal story. Perhaps it's one where you've been uh, a witness to an event. Think about the emotions that you felt. Think about how you want to convey that and use your stories to help improve safety at your institution and at others as well. Thank you.